hey, you, yeah, you, calm down, chill out. This League Fantasy Football Podcast is back for another episode. We took a week off because, you know, we have lives, but we're back for you guys. We have a packed show today, week five review, week six review, week seven preview. We're just going to shove it all down your throats this week. And then we also have trade analysis coming your way and a special guest. Pack show, pack show. But maybe my favorite part of the show today is the debut of the This League theme. Buckle in. It's on. Y'all boys ready for this? How the folks let's gather around for the best sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, it can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league. Yeah. Hell oh yeah. My gosh. Oh. How awesome is that? <laughs> How awesome is that freaking theme song? It's our own theme song. You can't be beat, man. Gosh. I'm Number sure. one on Apple Charts next week. <laughs> Calling it now. This league pod, 40 seconds of our fame. Oh my goodness. Everybody, welcome in. Thank you for tuning in to what is this? Episode six of the This League Fantasy Football Podcast. It is the evening of October 20th. We have the usual gang in here. It's your boy. It's the host, Chris Mitchum. We have Tim Rader. Hello. Aaron Hunt. What is up? And I am so proud to say we have the artist, the creator of the This League theme, Stephen Hyatt, owner of Mount Passmore in the house. Howdy, going, folks. Man? Oh, Jesus. Your voice is angels. <laughs> angels. I wish my voice was the... Nope, you're just an angel, man. You're just an angel. <laughs> like, you're just an angel. Stop it. Right. How long did it take you to record that thing? Uh, honestly, the guitar part wasn't too long. Uh, the big thing was the yeehaws. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you, I ran into a few sound problems with those bad boys. And uh, I'm going to be honest, it took over 20 minutes of yeehawing. <laughs> Luckily, we had no <laughs> noise complaints, but I had a few confused roommates. But other than that, went smooth, went swimmingly. And I'm so happy that I was able to make such a banger for the boys because uh, you guys deserve it with all the effort you guys put into these podcasts. So oh. At least I can do oh. for you guys. You're the that, best, man. That You're was the best. All right. So, Steven, this is your first time on the pod. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, how you got into fancy football, why you chose to join this league, all that fruity, gushy stuff. Yeah. So, a little bit about myself. I'm just a passionate, hardworking, caring, loving, jackhammer individual. And <laughs> when blue collar, blue collar, <laughs> gold swagger. When uh, given the opportunity to join this league, they said, we got to throw some mutual bucks down to, t- uh, to show if you're serious. And let me tell you, I was. Like the uh, adjectives I describe myself, I was hardworking. I was serious about this commitment. So uh, hashtag blessed for the opportunity. And I, joking aside, uh, when they gave me the chance to hop in the, in this league, I had to do it because I know I'd, I would regret it if I didn't do so. I uh, really enjoyed getting to know the boys a little bit better. Love the draft. So love the draft we had. Love the experiences so far. And you know what? I'm sitting a little pretty right now at four and two. So uh, speaking you of the league, things are going my way. So I can't complain. All Gucci right. Gang on guitar was absolutely epic, man. Oh, man, that, that might was, have to be the closer in the that future. That might be an outro one. Yeah, outro, outro right? style right there. Wait and see, boys. Gosh. Well, I think we, on behalf of the whole league, we can say we are very happy you're here. We have the freaking music guy making our own themes. It's awesome. But again, thank you for tuning in this week. The agenda for today, we have a week five review. 
That's going to be so in-depth, it's going to blow your mind. Week 6 review, breaking down last week and all the fun that happened. Then we got, of course, the updated power rankings, the updated standings as well. Then we're going into a trade analyzer. There's been a lot of trades this past week, which I love. Makes the league better. better. And then we got uh, the week 7 preview to finish us off like that. So, of course, before we jump into the week 5 review, we got the drink of the week. Your boy here, switching back to the beer game. Recently got back from uh, North Carolina, tested negative for COVID. We're all good. And I have a Carolina Brewery Sky Blue Kolsch. I'm a big Kolsch guy, and this is a delicious beverage. That sounds fantastic. <clears throat> Tim, what are you drinking? Oh, the old classic Woodford Reserve. Classic. Traditional. Classic. Urn. I forget, Chris. Can you can you remind me what household we are? Like what what we should be sponsored by? You know, later on potentially. Hey, let me let, let me tell you. Life's all right with a Miller Lite, baby. That's right. Mm, sipping a Miller Lite and Stevie Stevie P. Yeah, Stevie. I have a I have a little local drink. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called Faucet Water. Uh, it's really keeping me <laughs> straight going out of right the White River now. in Indianapolis. Yeah, yes, mm. sir. Got that local indie supporting the brand. So thank you, uh, <laughs> Indie COVID. Sewage. Uh, you guys are doing a hell of a job set. filtering your Good water. Man. So. Fight COVID however you can. Yes, That's right. right. That's right. Okay. Well, first off, we are going to get into the week five review. Buckle in. It's going to be long. It's going to be in depth. And it's going to be tense. In week five, we had Chris Mitchum and Team Fairlife beat Tim. We had Anthony and Team Uninspired Youth beat Aaron's Let Russ Cook. We had the Brown Opal Swim Team destroy the Red Rocket at Clayton. We had the Game of the Week, Kyle Stretch hung like a Bronco, downing Mount Passmore and Steven. And then we had Hayden and Big Ben Revenge Tour taking down Dawn. Thanks for coming to your week five review. All right, so we're going to go into the week six review. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, we're just going to jump straight in here. We have a civil war to start. It was a civil war. It was ugly. It was bloody. And to be honest, it was really only one-sided, unfortunately. <laughs> Tim, take it away, man. Yeah, I think that's maybe a next drop to add or civil war games. We need some, like, I don't know, some, like, you know, drummer on war the battlefield. Oh, yeah. That'd dope. Yeah. That'd be okay. dope. Put it in the notes. All right. <laughs> This might go down as the Trey Burton game. Aaron's been flailing 10 feet underwater trying to get a gasp of air for a tight end to play regularly this year. Couldn't find one. Just as like, you know what? Trey Burton out there. And honestly, looking back, they played, they played the Bengals. So that's really a smart choice. Um, Chris took home worst fantasy manager of the week. The bench went off stonks <laughs> bad stonks and all i gotta say is alexander hamilton my name is alexander hamilton did not show up to play alexander just hamilton. you wait <laughs> just you wait might put him on trade i don't know we'll see yeah stonks. so uh a <laughs> lot of talk there chris just did not get anything out of hamilton but wow did Kenyon drake go off on the bench that one run he had I mean, it was the Cowboys' defense, so that game really doesn't count anyway. So. Kenyon Drake, you mean my undisputed, locked and loaded, no doubt about it, unguardable running back one? That one? That Kenyon Drake? I think so. Yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Are we, sure. are we talking about this? I want to make sure. I, 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 I think mean, so. Week six. Yeah, that's definitely his title in week six. So. Yeah. Well, it's you know when you score ninety two, somehow the not even the worst or second worst lowest in the week. Shout out Don and Zach. Yeah, this week sucked. That's yeah, just like. Wise. I'm sorry, Chris, but you know you were you were out of it from the get go. It felt like you know once once Trey Burton started scoring, Aaron started scoring. You guys are fumbling and bumbling and stumbling. Uh, it was nice to see Clyde Edwards Elair go off before Bell comes in and takes some of those carries. Again, no touchdowns, but you know huge yards per carry. Uh, Aaron, win number two, number two feels pretty good. Feels pretty awesome. Honestly, the highlight of my day was seeing the Colts in the red zone and Trey Burton lining up in the Wildcat for that <laughs> right, rushing right. touchdown. Is, is that Trey Burton? I was like, no, it's not. I, I knew it was my game to win at that point. Colt, go Colts. Damn it. Yeah. Chris Chris falls to 300. Or 300. Holy shoot. This is Sparta. <laughs> 500 at 3-3. Three and three. See, that's where that number came in my head. Aaron, 123. Chris, 92. Whap! I have nothing to add. <laughs> I just did not play the right lineup. It was a rough week just being a fantasy manager for me. So, Aaron. Yeah, good game, man. Civil War. Honestly, I felt bad for you at one point. I was like, I was really hoping we'd come down to the wire, but <laughs> it surely didn't. So. Correct me if I'm wrong. This household, everyone is now one and one in Civil Wars. Yeah, because I beat you. And I beat Aaron. Aaron beat me. Yep. It sounds like we may have a future Mexican standoff right here, boys. So. <laughs> oh, man. This pot is off the rails tonight. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Well, yes. Aaron got his second one of the year. I fall to 500. Congrats to you, sir. On to the next one. Cracks knuckles because Tim just bashed me. And I'm. Uh. Next matchup. It was Tim. It was Anthony. All of us picked Anthony to win this game, and we were all correct. <laughs> um, that's right. I never doubted myself. That's right. Anthony, the highest score of the week. And you, you, you know, like, you see the guys on TV that are just getting beat so bad, they just throw their hands up and smile, and they're just like, whatever. Forget this. That was Tim on Sunday. Um, you know, it, he, he was mostly competitive to so the first part, half of the game with DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders until he went down. And quite frankly, it was a slow start by Anthony's team. But in the second half of the one o'clock games, my God, Derrick Henry bow down to the king. He is here. Um, and Justin Jefferson danced into the end zone twice. Will Fuller woke up. It was just an onslaught for Tim there for a while. He went from competitive to just being blown out really fast. In Tim's defense, he did have Josh Jacobs, Decaf Metcalf, Darren Waller on by this week. Um, so he may have thrown in the towel before the game even started. In my opinion, he shouldn't even gotten the ring. And do you guys remember when Anthony was 0-3? Remember that? I don't. Because since then, highest scorer in the league, he has topped 140 points in four of the six weeks this year. I think him and Stretch are by far the hottest team in the league. Final score of this one was 10. 103. Anthony, 191. God damn! Sucks that he couldn't get 200. That's all I'm going to say, but... Those first 15 minutes of football on Sunday, I woke up. I was like, I have a shot. And then, yeah, then I just kind of threw in the towel. Yeah, the rest of the day happened at that point. Not great, Cotton. On our way to the next matchup, we had Stretch. We had Don. And Aaron is covering it. Yes, I am. And looks like uh, both Chris and Tim 
had Don winning that week. Uh, however, I had Stretch. I had faith in you, buddy, and looks like uh, my prediction was correct. You came out with the victory. Uh, it wasn't pretty. It's probably the ugliest matchup of the week. Um, but, hey, in Kyler Murray, you trust Stretch. Uh, he came in with nearly 33 points against the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Don's team, uh, it's quickly heading in the wrong direction. Uh, Juju's been a major disappointment this year. Uh, it's not looking good for him with that pick. Uh, Josh Allen, coming back to earth a little bit, only had about 20 points. And then Zeke with two fumbles, uh, pretty uncharacteristic there. Zoinks. Yeah, yikes. And then Jonathan Taylor is just kind of average. Uh, you thought he would be a top five running back. Colt, go Colts. With, <laughs> with the opportunity he's gotten, he hasn't been that. So, yeah, is it time to panic? I, I, I don't know. Maybe. But Don definitely not trending in the right direction. Um, side note, Don, you starting the Cowboys D every week is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> please, please keep doing that so I just have a reason to laugh every week. Uh, that's so funny. Um, Stretch's receivers really had a rough week just across the board. Uh, Mike Gusecki lays a literal goose egg. Nice. Uh, but didn't matter in the end because Don's team, well, they didn't even get to 80 points. So. Live, live fact check, uh, four of the six weeks, the Cowboys defense has scored negative points. They are ranked yeah, 32nd. Negative five. Oh, uh, are you serious? Mm-hmm. He is continually starting the 32nd ranked defense. Literally anyone else on waiver that's available is better. <laughs> at Don McCray. Might as well just Don not McCray. start a defense, Don, honestly. Uh, but the final score, stretch 102.14, Don 76.68. you go. Anything to add there, Tim? No, I don't think so. Aaron, great coverage, man. Uh, Don, me Thanks. and Tim counted on you, man. Not great for the Pickums. Not great for the Pickums. Um, on to the next matchup. We had the Broad Ripple Swim team and Zach going up against Hayden and the Big Ben Revenge Tour. All of us selected Hayden to win this match. And again, all of us were correct. Guys, Jesus, look at us go. Look at Yay. us go. Steven with the snaps. Appreciate it, man. Hayden brought Zach back down to earth where he belongs. And honestly, I would have been so pissed if Zach would have won this game. That's what you get for freaking starting J.D. McKissick and Cam Akers as your starting running backs. Like, get that hot, steaming pile of trash out of here. Goodness. In his defense, <laughs> Dalvin Cook was injured. Chris Carson was on by. So, I get that. But still, like, you, you got to do better than those guys. J.D. McKissick, like, really, dude? He didn't tank your team, but still, it's just – not great to say in a sentence. And for Zach, I mean, it was a disappointing return for Chris Godwin. He got you a whopping nine points. And Mark Andrews couldn't take advantage of the good matchup, couldn't find the end zone. Um, and for Hayden, he kind of took advantage of Zach's really patchwork team. Um, and Hayden is looking kind of scary, in my opinion, if you look at his team. If Ronald Jones and Chase Claypool can sustain what they've been doing the past few weeks, Jones, Connor, Robinson, Cup, they all had dis- disappointing weeks, but, you know, They'll come around eventually. So um, Hayden won rather convincingly this week. Final score, Hayden 133, Zach 88. Zoinks. Yeah, I think Cam Akers had uh, whopping zero. No involvement whatsoever. Yeah. Gallup, Ward, disappointed. I mean, Hayden, if only you didn't trade the unequivocally dominating 
the uh, undisputed, undefendable, totally inspiring Kenyon Drake. <laughs> then I would have said more nice things about you, but you know, Cooper Cup had a solid uh, what, I don't know, for four points, something like that. Something that Bobby, 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 Bobby. That's a that's a that's a drop right there. I need to add that. The beginning of Bobby bitch. Duly noted. Anything to add over there, guys? No, I think I'm good on this one. Uh, Hayden won it convincingly, and I agree with Chris. I think he's going to be formidable going forward. This team's looking pretty nice. Yeah, respectable team. Uh, heck of a job. Great win. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've been uh, uh, resting like a, uh, a little caterpillar in a cocoon, so I'm just vibing right now. Just waiting. I think we have another game cop coming out. And, oh. Uh, I'll be a butterfly for that bad boy. Steven, so Steven, Steven. Do we have a game coming up? Tim has the honors of covering the game of the week. In this week's game of the week, we have Steven in Mount Passmore against Clayton and the Red Rock. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Mount Passmore puts Baker Mayfield on the trade block, and we're all like, oh, <laughs> what? It's Mount Passmore. Oh my goodness, and poor, poor Clayton. Oh my gosh, I was sitting right next to the poor sucker. <laughs> he's sitting there, he's like, man, I'm up 20 going into Monday night. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting pretty. Oh, I'm up 30 now? I, I'm up more than 40. He was bouncing around, wasn't he's, he? He's like, I, I feel good, right? You guys back. think I'm safe, right? And I'm like, I got butt effed by George Kittle last week. <laughs> With 45 points or something fucking crazy like that. And he had uh, George Kittle, Christian Kirk, and Stefan Diggs still to play on Monday. That's a lot of points up in the air. The life narrator, Clayton, it would not be enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> Steven, Christian, Kirk. Every time I see him in the starting lineup, I'm just laughing. I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's yeah, gross. It's not good looking. It's not but good looking. holy bomb. Yeah, let me tell you, uh, I was seeing watching the game with the boys because, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, I do have high blood pressure, so I haven't been taking my meds recently, so I was going to need a refill with how stressed I was, but you know what? I don't need a medication after last night, Kyler Murray threw a bomb with his monster dong to Christian Kurt for a huge touchdown. Let me tell you, my heart, blood pressure, shot down, good vibes, shot up, Clayton's misery, also shot up. <laughs> It was so satisfying, and I was just happy to enjoy the Cardinal shit on the Cowboys the rest of the night. Mind you that Kyler Murray, fun fact, is undefeated at AT&T Stadium. So that guy, he knows what he's doing down there. That's, That's your quarterback stretch. That's his house. <clears throat> but Clayton, silver lining, Julio looks good. He looks recovered from that hamstring. Might get traded. Uh, and Gronk was back with the worst spike ever. And also, you got to see how long maybe this Fulgham – Receiver from the Eagles can stay healthy. You know, Eagles equals health uh, never. Steven, 155.70. Clayton, 147.56. Boom. We'll talk. We might elaborate more on this later, but how do you feel about watching Julio go off for 33 points there, Tim? You know, I pretty much throwing in the towel on this season, so I'll take Miles Sanders on the long play. Breaking news. Tim, throwing in the towel. (laughs) Anything to add over there? Steven, any more color commentary? Any more 
just annihilating Clayton's feelings. No, I don't want to annihilate Clayton's feelings. Hell of a guy. He drafted Dak before me. You know what? I was bitter at the time. Hell of a guy. But hindsight's twenty twenty. The one person I would like to shit on is actually our buddy Tim right here. Uh, the night of Sunday, he sent out a – was it him who uh, controlled the Twitter? I don't want to yell at the wrong Yep, person. it was Tim. Tim controls the Twitter. <laughs> nope. Tim controls the Twitter. I do a hard pivot, and it was Chris. I got to be careful. I'm getting too excited. I'm knocking down the foam lining uh, around the mic. So I got to be careful, but I'm not going to be careful with my words because what happened was uh, the This League podcast had a nice little tweet about, hey, guys, rest easy. Uh, 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 real quick. decided uh, uh, on Sunday uh, – uh, real quick, this league way. underscore pod. Go follow him. Yeah, go follow. Big, big follow. Big request. And then uh, what happened was they said, oh, rest easy Sunday, guys. You guys are going to get the definite win. And I didn't want to be a dick and say, I don't know about that. So I just waited my time. And let me tell you, I sent a very nicely put gif right after Kylie Mur- Kyler Murray. That. <laughs> Kylie, Kylie Murray. Kylie Murray <laughs> with the monster <laughs> dong bomb to Christian Kirk. But you barely know her. I hate <laughs> Doesn't mean she has a hell of a cannon if you pick up what I'm putting down. Katoom. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, that was your game of the week. Steven coming back to break Clayton's heart. Clayton, I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. Come join me at the bottom. Jeez. You're right. Quick pick em update. Week six, Aaron wins again, going four and one. Uh, Tim and I both go two and three. And I'm sure Tim wants me to tell all of you that week yeah, five yeah. pick ems, we didn't go over him obviously but he did go undefeated in week five so that first undefeated that helps his overall lot speaking of overall this is something i don't want to share but i feel like I'll he's wearing overalls pest- what <laughs> you caught me boys you caught me. <laughs> damn my yeah okay um but no overall overall aaron's in first place at 14 and 6 on the pickums tim's in second place 11 and 9 and i am in third place that's all um, <laughs> seven, nice one. Seven and thirteen. Seven and thirteen. For those keeping score at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm done talking about this. On to the pad rankings. So pretty volatile power rankings this week. We had one team move up exponentially, one team move down exponentially, and we're gonna go through it. At number ten, staying at number ten. Good. What? This is just so sad for Clayton. Third highest score last week. But you're still number 10. I'm sorry. And the power rankings, the Red Rocket. Number nine is Tim. He also remains in ninth place. Burrow's best. At eight, falling one spot despite winning, interestingly, is Aaron and let Russ cook. At number seven, Team Fairlife, myself, also falling one spot to seven. At six is Team Dom Parignon, falling four spots on a two-game skid. He's at number six. Number five, the Broad Ripple Swim Team, stay intact despite losing quite heavily last week number four rocketing powering thrusting his way up these power rankings team uninspired you three game win streak arguably the hottest team in the league don't tell stretch that at four up four spots from eight last two weeks ago at number three we have steven up one at mount pass more at number two big ben revenge tour climbing up one spot to number two and number one he still has not lost since week one Hung like a Bronco, taking on all challengers. Thank you for the power ranking update, Chris. So here we're going to get into some standings. In the undisputed best division, Chipotle, that is, 
In terms of food. <laughs> in terms of food. In oh, terms of the there. players, I don't know about that. That's right. We got, uh, we got a Kadoba man in here. So. Yeah. I'm no longer outnumbered in here. Yeah, you know, I'm going to just say right before I got here, you know what I amped myself up to have a, a good podcast? Kudoba. You know what I had last night to have a really good football game? Chipotle. I'm a mess, guys. I don't know who to pick. <laughs> pick a side, Steve. Pick a side. Please send help. I, I thought you were about to say something. You're like, nope, I just like them both. <laughs> All right. In the Chipotle division, we have first place, Big Ben Revenge Tour, staying at the top of the power rankings week in, week out, four and two. Then we have Team Uninspired Youth, hot, 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 three and three. Team Don Perignon on the wrong side of a skid, three and three. Let Russ Cook, Aaron, two and four, gets that second win. Fifth place, the Red Rocket, one and five. In the Kudo Butt division, first place, Hung Like a Bronco, stretch, five and one. Second place, your boy over here, Mount Passmore, Steven, four and two. Third place, the Broad Ripple Swim Team, four and two. Zach, do you have any more than four in you this year? Fourth place, Team Fairlife, Chris, three and three. And bringing up the rear in the Kidobat division, myself. I'm one in five. This sucks. <laughs> I'd like to note that on the app, our division is Kudobut. Uh I want that changed. As commissioner, um, the commissioner will not allow that. Oh. Just for reference, just for reference, if the season were to end today, Stretch would be going into the playoffs as the number one seed, followed by Hayden at the top of the Chipotle division at the two seed. Mount Passmore would be the three seed. The Broad Ripple Swim Team, the four seed. Team Uninspired Youth at the five seed. And Team Don Perignon rounding out the playoffs if the season were to end today. Holy shit, can you imagine if the three of us are fighting for that number one seed? Oh my gosh. Not stonks. (laughs) Not stonks. Okay, let's talk about some trades. Okay, so within the past couple weeks, there have been four major trades to go down in this league. Some pretty awesome, some maybe not so much. But we're going to go through them. We're going to talk about them, see how we feel, winners and losers of that. So going back to October 10th, a couple days before the start of week five, we had a trade that just rocked the league. Absolutely monumental generational change that will affect these teams for years. It was between Tim and Zach. Tim received the tight end number one last year, Austin Hooper. (laughs) And he gave up for the tight end one last year, a running back from the Browns. That is just unbelievable talent. When you see him on the TV, he just just shouts good at football. And, of course, I'm talking about De'Ernest Johnson. (laughs) So – I'm going to be honest with you guys. I uh, bid for De'Aaronis Johnson after he had that hot week. So, you know what? My guys, <laughs> I saw the stonks trade, so I have to respect that, my dude. Buy low, sell high. I have an econ minor. That, that's what they talk about all the damn time in it. So, Tim, you did well, my dude. Respect. Thank you, thank you. Respect. All right. Tim, what was your thought process going behind that? In the market for a young tight end, I know Hooper's 25, Waller's 28. I need somebody that I could play, potentially flex once they get Baker out of there. Um, <laughs> once they <laughs> once they ditched their terrible quarterback, yeah. So Darius Johnson signed him. Didn't even wait, but two days traded him. He's gone. He gone. There you go. 
Um, yeah, I'd have to say Tim wins this trade. I mean, Ernest Johnson hasn't really been relevant the past two weeks, and Austin Hooper, again, once Baker goes or once the Browns coach inevitably gets fired, you know, maybe he'll have some relevance. But ultimately, this is, no offense, Tim, the least significant trade we're going to be talking about. Did you want to add anything, Aaron? Nothing to add. All right. So going on to the next one, we had a rather interesting one, background story. I was at a bonfire with the two other co-hosts of this podcast, Tim and Aaron, and actually I literally took calls before I made this trade because I had multiple trade offers going, and uh, I literally went inside, made the call, and then pressed accept inside and walked back outside to see their reactions. Um, it's a pretty significant one. It was between myself, Team Fairlife, and Hayden, uh, Big Ben Revenge Tour. I sent to Hayden the Cooper Cup. In return, Hayden sends to me Devontae Parker and the undisputed, locked and loaded, running back one, Kenyon Drake. Aaron, what is your initial reaction to this? Uh, I think he won. Right. Uh, I definitely think he won just because Devontae Parker, I think he's going to continue to do his thing in Miami. And they just had the news that Tua is going to start after the bye. So. Um, I think Tua to Devontae is going to be a connection for at least a few years. Uh, and then Kenyon Drake, I mean, we just saw what he did in Dallas. So I think he got RB depth with that. Cooper Cup, I mean, he's a good talent, but he's just not the Cooper Cup of last year. So maybe a little bit of a name recognition made that trade possible. Yeah, uh, not going to lie. I would rather have Devontae Parker over Cooper Cup. So also giving up Kenyon Drake <laughs> really sucks in my eyes. I, I, I mean, that's literally all I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, anything to add? Nope, I'm vibing. <laughs> Just vibing, bro. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I mean, um, like I said, I've, I was trying to shop Cooper Cup around for a while. Didn't Wasn't a huge fan of having Robert Woods and Cooper Cup both on my roster. So I was glad I could flip Cooper Cup for a pretty decent haul. Hayden, GG, bro. In my opinion, Cooper Cup's the best player out of those three players. I do personally think I won, but I don't think it's as lopsided as it could have been. It could have been. Pretty lopsided. <laughs> Thanks. Um, going into the next week, so week five happened, and so this past week before week six happened, these trades went down, both also in a pretty big deal, in my opinion. So the first one was between Tim, again, Mr. Active in the Trades here, and Clayton, who was actually involved in both of these trades. Tim sent to Clayton Julio Football Touchdown Jones, <laughs> David Johnson, and a 2021 second-round pick. Decent haul there. Decent haul there. What did Tim get? Tim receives Chase Edmonds. Unequivocally. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Without yeah. a doubt. RB2. Yeah. <laughs> RB2. <laughs> Uh, Chase Edmonds and some guy named Miles Sanders. He's pretty good, pretty good young running back. So, um, Steven, you saw this trade. It came down. It's pretty, pretty big deal. Lots yeah, of moving parts. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's a pretty big deal. You got some elite talent from 2016 being traded right here. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have RB1 and WR1 right here being traded right there. So, you know what? It was cool to see it. Gonna be frank with you guys. I was, I was, I slid in Tim's DMs like I won Julio, but he did not bite. So, Ooh. I, yeah, I feel kind of hurt right Aaron now. The buddy. Dirty hurt, but Aaron, the dirty laundry. I am, you know, it stank. It stank in here, boys. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it seems like a good trade for depending on what their needs were. So, 
Uh, I think Tim's got to get it. Getting rid of some older players for some younger ones in future capital. So respect the move, my dude. Yeah, I've, I've been asking around probably three or four weeks leading into this now. Young running backs all over the place. Thinking ahead <laughs> early on in the year. Already thinking ahead for the future. It's Dynasty, you know. And I'm like, Josh Jacobs, he's in my lineup. Going forward, hopefully five plus years. David Johnson, this year is probably it. Yeah, and I yeah, wanted somebody yeah, else. Yeah. So, Miles Sanders was an eventual target I landed on. I uh, was comfortable giving up Julio Jones. I had uh, wide receiver one and four in DeAndre Hopkins and DK Metcalf. So, I was comfortable giving up on the Julio. Second round pick, hopefully, wouldn't even make my team. So, I think Tim wins this trade barely. Quite frankly, I think Julio Jones, David Johnson, who's a solid running back two, and a 2021 second. It's quite a bit to give up for, I mean, basically Miles Sanders, in my opinion. Chase Edmonds is, you know, a guy. It, if Drake gets hurt, I mean, that's, that's it. That's true. But, yeah, Julio Jones, David Johnson, and a second for Miles Sanders is basically how I look at it, which I think is a, an appropriate haul to get somebody the quality of Miles Sanders. Well, I mean, Kenyon Drake, he hasn't signed another contract yet, so, you know, he could be up. His time could be limited in, you know, Arizona, so maybe Chase in the – wow, words are hard tonight. Chase Edmonds, maybe he, you know, is the guy going forward. He's played pretty good when he's got an opportunity. Kenyon Drake's about to make Christian McCaffrey's deal look adorable because he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid. Kenyon Drake, because you're on my team. Team Fair Life gets paid. Is that how the NFL like, money works? Yes. Okay. Yes. Damn, you're going to be rich, Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Just loaded. Uh, yes, so that, that's an interesting one. I think that that's probably the most even out of the trades that we're going to discuss. So interested to hear everybody's, everybody's uh, thoughts on that. But the last trade. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I'm pretty sure Aaron, whenever he sent the trade, did a little, little nut in his pants <laughs> whenever Clayton accepted this one. Brace yourselves, folks. This is a slaughter. <laughs> Clayton receives... Mike Davis, all right, you know, running back. Yeah, he has, he has Christian McCaffrey, right? Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, handcuffed, that's cool. You know, you can pay a little extra to get your running back once handcuffed. Mike Davis has shown he can he – can Four fit. weeks into his handcuff. Hey, he didn't give up that much, okay? He didn't give up that much. All he gave Aaron was a 2021 first-round pick. And, hey, how about a little cherry on top? Wait for it. The number one defense in fantasy football. The Baltimore Ravens. What? Just throw that in there. Just throw it in there. It's fine for Mike Davis. Mike Davis, Clayton. What are you doing? God, just farting, farting all over you. Mike Davis, 27. He's not, he's not a very valuable handcuff. If this was week two after McCaffrey went down, I could maybe understand it. But how you got talked into throwing in the defense too, I don't know. This is highway robbery. Uh, like I said in the text chat, everybody. I mean, Aaron, we'll miss you at Clayton's wedding, my man. <laughs> All right, Aaron, tell the world, tell the world your secrets. How'd you pull this off? Well, I texted Clayton. Okay, shut up. <laughs> okay, we get it. On it was a late I, Friday night. One of us I, was feeling desperate. The other one was feeling pretty confident. I, I gave him an offer, and he accepted the offer. <laughs> an offer that you could deny. <laughs> you must have some dirty, dirty, dirt on him. <laughs> I mean, holy You know some shit. stuff about Clayton that just, <laughs> if you don't do this, do it. Um, no. That's also a little bit of jealousy on me and Chris and Steven here just talking shit to Aaron because, I, I mean, that fucking rocks yeah. if you're Aaron. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no no doubt. That was a really good deal if you're in Aaron's shoes. Can't deny that. Um, yeah, those are your trades. A lot of a lot of movement this week, which I like. Of course, you encourage trading. 
I think our trade deadline is week 12 every year. Sounds right. Week 11, week 12, something like that. Um, so, yeah, trade while you can. It's fun to talk about them, fun to see them, and it's fun to shake your team up. Anything else to add, boys? Uh, boys, if anyone has a nice running back that they'd like to get rid of, <laughs> I'd be glad to compensate you gr- dearly for it. So uh, slide in my DMs and let me know. Aaron I'm, is I'm inching to towards hey. the microphone. <laughs> hey, man. How do you feel about Jarek McKinnon? What about David Montgomery, Devontae Freeman, uh, Joshua Kelly, uh, Jarek McKinnon? Hey, uh, Chris, can you hear me with that fat fart noise, please? <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> perfect, perfect. On to the previous. So, week seven, we have quite a bit of buys this week. So, the Colts. Colt, go Colts. Boo. The Vikings, the Ravens, and the Dolphins all on bye this week. So no JoJo Taylor, no Dalvin Cook, no Lamar Jackson, no Miles Gaskin. What a sentence to say. I just put Miles Gaskin in that category. I was like, how did that fit in? Well, who else is on there? Devontae Parker? I just traded for him. Whatever. Anyways, um, let's just jump straight in here. Week 7 preview. We have Tim and Hayden. Yeah, so Tim and Hayden on the docket. It's a complete sweep of uh the predictions here we got hayden across the board uh and sleeper likes hayden as well 63 percent chance of winning when you look at the matchup wallace jacobs and metcalf are back for tim so it's got to be a sigh of relief gibson however trending a little downward in recent weeks um hopefully he can turn that around and can swift keep it up he looked pretty damn good against the jaguars defense tore him up i have him in another league tim and i were bonding over that for sure um, Austin Hooper in the flex. That's interesting. Uh, hopefully he scores a touchdown. I think that's what Tim is definitely relying on playing him. Um, but Mahomes, I don't think you're slowing him down. Jones is going to score tutties at will. I just feel like he does every year. And, uh, Hayden's team, I just think is too balanced across the board. There's too much consistency there. So the, despite the tight end advantage, clearly going to Tim with Darren Waller. Um, I think Hayden gets it done. Just, again, more consistency, especially across the flex. Yeah, yeah, I agree with all of that. If Miles Sanders was healthy, I'd maybe give Tim a fighter man's chance this week. But, I mean, you know, Austin Hooper in your flex isn't great. So, I also pick Hayden here. Yeah, I need all my young running backs healthy. <clears throat> Looking like if I get Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, Gibson, and Swift in there, I mean, four studs. So, don't think that week or this week is going to be that week. You know what? I'm feeling pretty good tonight. I'm vibing. I'm vibing with the boys. What more can you ask for? You know what? I'm looking at the team. Tim, I'm optimistic for you, man. I'll be the little opposite guy. Say right it, here. please. You, I think you're going to beat our boy Hayden this week. I, I think so. I'm optimistic. You got your boy Hopkins. You got Metcalf. Waller, those are arguably top players in each of their positions. So I think you have a shot this week. And honestly, a big point where you're losing is defense. If you pick up a defense on waivers, that'll probably make it a, maybe like a four-point game. And so I think I'm hot on Tim this week. I think he can do some spicy stuff in this league. There you go. So three for Hayden. Our guest star vibing and feeling good. Picking Tim. Yes, sir. Get it. Let's go. On to the next one. We have Zach and Don. Another clean sweep of picks. All three of your pundits are picking Don. And for me, this is the battle of a few pretty beat-up teams. Um, <laughs> so, full transparency, we have a Google Doc that has kind of like our agenda going on. And Tim just put in the Google Doc to remind everybody that Don has yet to set his lineup. <laughs> so, so Don, so Don, will he use Fab this week? Will he pick up not the 32nd-ranked defense? 
it's a trilogy we're all waiting to see. But like I said, it's a battle of a few beat-up teams. Um, cur- Sleeper currently has Zach as the favorite with Don yet to set his lineup, like I said. Um, and for me, this is a is-he-for-real game for Zach. Um, he's coming off a beating, but can he reestablish himself against a solid team like Don? He gets Chris Carson back, but will be without Dalvin Cook because of the bye and injuries as well. But he still likes he still has the likes of Greg Ward and J.D. McKissick in his lineup, so that's certainly not great. Um, as for Don, I mean, we've always seen Don as one of the better teams in the league. He's always been in one of the more upper echelons of the um, of the power rankings. But don't look now, two game losing streak. He's three and three, lowest scorer last week. If he loses to Zach, that could really change the kind of the the image we have of Don in this league and maybe his future ambitions for a title this year. So, um, you know, he has JoJo Taylor on by. Mostert's likely out, and Juju, I mean, where is you, cuz? I mean, you're not, certainly not the wide receiver one in Pittsburgh this year. Um, lots of question marks for both teams, but I guess I'm taking Don strictly because J.D. McKissick's in your lineup. I don't like that. Yeah, I got I to gotta stick with Don. Yeah, I got Don as well. Just come on, man. Just log in. <laughs> just, just, you know, get you have all of your fab. In your lineup and get rid of the Cowboys defense or not. Um, that's fine. Too. <laughs> or not. That's cool. Well, hear me out. I, I think that this would be actually the one week they would want to play them on defense. And here's why. They've been – I'm optimistic for Don to win because of something called a bounce back week. Let's look at the players on his team who did booty last week. Josh Allen. Not good. Ezekiel Elliott, not good. Hey, you looking at trading yeah. him, maybe? Just saying. What's up? What am I doing? Just maybe trading Josh Allen. Josh. Just saying. There might be a market for him. <laughs> that would be a fat fart sound effect right there if you trade him right now. <laughs> but, no, really, I think Don, he's going to have a bounce back week with his team. So, I'm, I'm in agreement with the boys over here that I think Don's going to go 4-3 and three where he should be. And, Zach, I'm sorry, buddy. You're going to be 4-3 too. Boom. And there you have it, the boys picking Don. Come on, man. Don't disappoint us. On to the next one. We have the Battle of the Seas, Chris and Clayton. Yeah, yeah uh, we have myself and Aaron with Clayton. Chris, you picking yourself. You betting on yourself. Come on, boys. Never Come do on. that. Never do that. That doesn't make any sense. Chris, can you bounce back this week? Is the Pope Catholic? Yeah, the answer is yes. Oh, I forgot to study. Uh, <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> Damn. I might he? have to face Chris in the losers bracket if he doesn't play and pull it out this week. I'm sorry, it's not looking great. It's Clayton currently. I don't know how this happened. When I put it in, Clayton had a 70% chance of winning. So maybe there were some lineup changes since then. But that's what's in my notes. So that's what we're going with. Clayton, do you have any life left? I just gave you Julio, David Johnson. Do you have any life? Is there a heartbeat in there, or are we playing for the number one pick? Uh, Ryan Tannehill looks like a solid pickup past couple weeks playing really well. AJ Brown wide receiver one Tennessee looks like a stud. Yes, sir. Uh, but he's got the Steelers defense this week. My Steelers defense. So we'll see if Tannehill is really good or if the Steelers can get a few turnovers. Kenyon Drake undisputed. No doubt. Undisputed. No doubt. Locked and loaded high end and run running back one. Yeah, uh, that one. Um, <laughs> you're, you're playing them. You're just going for it. Chase those points. We'll see what happens, I guess, this week. Last thing to note with all of Chris's Atlanta Falcons are those trade rumors. Julio might be on the block. Matt Ryan might be on the block. What does that do to your team? 
Matt Schaub season. Matt Schaub is how old? <laughs> old. I know I've asked a lot of times, but can we do one more fart sound for Matt Schaub? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm picking Clayton this game. I think he's got a fighting shot with those new guys in his lineup. Clayton, put Chris in his coffin. Yeah, he's the 10th ranked in the power rankings. I got to bounce back this week. That's why I'm picking myself. I just I can't fathom losing. <laughs> just please, dear God, <laughs> I need to beat Clayton. I got Clayton as well. Yeah, he's yeah, fucking I guys. think he's going to edge you out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just think the addition of Julio and David Johnson really helps him uh, with his lineup. And I think, you know, Mike Davis, I know you guys were giving a lot of shit, but I do think he will bounce back this week and be the overall RB1 that he had been the last three weeks. Yeah, I'm going to be straight. I'm going to be straight. Playing hell of a fight last week, and I think you're going to – Edge through and get this week's dub, man. I'm sorry, Chris. You did me dirty week one, so I got to go with my boy Clayton right here true, to get I did. this week's dub. But Chris is your biggest supporter. I really oh, am. Oh, okay. You're Let's my second my favorite team. First loss ever in this league was against Chris. Why do you think so. you're my favorite? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. All right. So, I had the honor of covering the next matchup. They're sitting really close to each other right now, so just don't Hot. just don't make out or no, no, don't wink at We're each other. We're winking like that. right now. I know you are. Don't make out with each other, please. It's Sub, Aaron. Sub big guy. It's Step bro, what are you Steven. doing? Steven. <laughs> Jesus Christ is good. Um, okay. <laughs> it's Aaron against Steven. Tim and myself are both picking Mount Passmore. Steven, my second favorite team. Come on, baby. Aaron betting on himself. Aaron's picking him. Gonna go two straight wins for him. And, of course, anytime we cover Steven's team, you know what time it is. Welcome to this episode of Which Quarterback Will Steven Start This Week? Last week, he started Deshaun Watson to a raging success with a 40 bomb from Deshaun Watson. What a start this week. His selections are Deshaun Watson again at home against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. We have Tom Brady. At the Las Vegas Raiders Sunday Night Football, we have Baker Mayfield, currently questionable, but at the Cincinnati Bengals. That's a tempting uh, matchup right there. And then, of course, Justin Herbert, Herbert the Pervert, versus Jackson. Wait, wait, what? The Pervert? Herbert the Pervert. (laughs) Why is he a pervert? I don't don't know. He's like 14. (laughs) I don't Yeah, I don't know. That just kind of slid out. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> Herbert the pervert is slipping out, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Best watch yourself. Who do we got to start this week, guys? I'm going with Jay Herbs. Herbert. Uh, I'm going to go with Tom Brady just because I want the worst one of all of them. Ah, too I, I think you're wrong. I think Baker. that's, <laughs> Baker's the worst quarterback. Uh, no, 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 no. I think you're dropping Baker in this week's waivers. Ooh. Is this a little – Crystal ball action. Holy, hey, I almost forgot hey, what it was we're going to talk. Hey, after the podcast, I'm going to spill some news to you guys. Ooh. So After Breaking pod, news. getting inside information. Yeah, yes. We might. Nice. Went. Nice one. Nice. I think you stick with Deshaun after what Tom Brady did with him last year or last week against the Packers. It was nasty. Going to be honest with you guys, I have decided who's QB1. And uh, if we want to do a little drum roll in the little little room right here, drum roll. Ladies and gentlemen, the starter for this week on Mount Passmore will be Deshaun Watson. Huge. Yay! Huge. There's that game for you. Um, going back to the matchup. <laughs> um, Aaron hoping, obviously, his wide receiver core can finally show up. 
I mean, they've been decent this year, but he's, not, he's yet to really have a game where they both just go off for him, which is really what he's been betting on this year. Honestly, he's lucky with Jarek McKinnon. Again, Raheem Mostert not looking like he's going to play this week. So he has a pretty solid running back start there. As for Steven, if Michael Thomas decides not to slap the crap out of a teammate this week, maybe he'll play for you. I don't know. That, that'd be exciting. Yeah, right? I'm optimistic. If no one calls him just a slant boy, I think he has a really good start <laughs> of just dominating this week. Slant boy. Hey, he and AJ Green both. <laughs> yes, yes. But, yeah, I mean, if he has Michael Thomas back, of course he's got a fully healthy A.J. Brown. George Kittle's back to being doing his Kittle things. Um, he could really take a step there. That's why I'm picking Steven. Aaron, why should I not pick Steven? Running backs. If you look at my running backs, Kareem Hunt, I think this is a week that he could go off for 150 yards and a couple touchdowns. Uh, I, he's like that he's talented. Bengals. He's that talented. Uh, he, it's just a matter of time. He gets the volume. He has the talent. And then David Montgomery, I mean, it's not sexy. I hate starting him every single week. Uh, I, I'm probably going to go back between him and Jarek McKinnon. Just got to get some more news on if Jim Michael Hasty is going to be uh, getting most of the volume. What not, a name. Yeah. <laughs> Hasty. Uh, but and Russell Wilson, he's just going to keep cooking. He's a top three QB this year. So I think Tyreek and Devontae will keep up with some of his receivers, and uh, the difference will be the running backs. It'll be close, though. Live fact check Russ is number four. Number four. But he had a bye week. So. <laughs> number four. Number four. I, I, I'm picking Steven. The, the hot team, I mean, if Michael Thomas is back, it's a for sure Steven. Whenever you say my running backs are better and then you say David Montgomery, <laughs> I'm going to call you a liar to your face. I mean, David Montgomery, to me, is maybe the worst running back in the league that currently gets more than yeah, two he touches gets, a he game. He gets 15 points a game usually. He's awful. <laughs> <laughs> points and points. Holds a hole. I'm not saying he's good, but, I mean, if you, I mean who, who, is, who is Steven's second running back he's starting? Latavius Murray. I mean, I mean, I just want to not see if he trades with me. Oh, oh, I might have to. We might oh. be talking after the podcast. <laughs> I see you got some of that whiskey. We could do some chit chatting. But there you uh, go. Gonna be straight with you, boys. I'm not worried about running backs. I got my. Let me tell you, best running back I got right now that's healthy, James Robinson. That dude I was gonna say AJ Brown. Thought <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> I haven't had the whiskey yet to say that. But, uh, James Robinson, number seven running back on the league right now. And I, I would like to say that. Number seven's not too bad for a, a waiver pickup, if I do say so myself. And, yes, my running backs are by far my worst position, but I would like to clarify all my other positions that I have other than running back. I do like to I like to think that I have a pretty good scoring uh, quarterback. Deshaun Watson, he's been a spicy boy. Mike Thomas, if he's not a slant boy, he's a spicy boy. Uh, A.J. Brown, dog. Kittle, dog. Hawkinson? Loki dog. Loki dog, hear me out, guys. <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out. He's just like a solid 401k plan. You know, you don't think much about him, but in the long run, you're going to appreciate having him. And then Stefan Diggs. Dudes are loaded everywhere except running back. And I'm going to, I'm rolling with it. I'm rolling. I'm feeling good. Stefan Diggs, number four wide receiver this year right now. Holy cow. What a, yeah. what a pickup, man. I know I you got a lot say, of, you got a lot of heat for drafting him. Yeah, I, I don't know why. <laughs> they, Everybody was sleeping on Josh Allen by that like transitive property. Everyone's sleeping on Stephon Diggs. But now I like to think that I have three starting wide receiver ones. So you know what? We are vibing. Get that transitive property crap out of here. We don't do math here. We don't do math. All right. This podcast is running a little long, but hey, we're having a good time. Hope you guys are too. Hang in with us. Last matchup, Stretch and Anthony. Very, very exciting matchup. Aaron, take it away. 
Yeah, so another Civil War matchup, except uh, Stretch and Anthony are roommates with each other. Mm. Uh, Stretch has a 54% chance of winning. Mixon, questionable for Week 7, but has Giovanni Bernard, so he will be covered there. Um, two teams that are trending upward. I think we've already talked about it. They're two of the hottest teams in the league. I expect this to be a high-scoring affair. I think the difference, though, could be the receiving matchups. Um, really just Kamara and Murray, um, when you just look at the overall matchup here, I think they prove to be too much, and Stretch, I think, does just enough to pull off the win and get the 6-1. and one. Yeah, I, I don't know when we're going to learn. We tend to seem to pick against Stretch every week, and he just keeps slapping us in the face. He gets uh, Tyler Lockett and Kamara back this week. Um, and he's starting Darnell Anderson or Darrell Anderson or Darrell Arderson. I've I've never called him Daryl Henderson in my life, but he's hot right now. And um, yeah, with 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 Kamara and Lockett coming back, I think that's too much firepower there. And Stretch gets the dub. I'm picking Anthony. Dude put up 200 on me almost. Justin Jefferson on bye week does hurt, but I'm looking at the flex spots as the pivotal points. And Darnell Henderson. Darrell Henderson. And Boston Scott. Okay, a little upside, I guess. Um, and then Anthony on the other side. This is why it's the X Factors. They're both not that great. Adam Humphreys, Flex One. CD Lamb. I mean, my boy Andy Dalton didn't look too good. So we'll see how they, if he can bounce back. But watch those flex spots. Watching them closely. Um, I think that's game of the week. That's a really exciting matchup to look at. So um, that is it for your – unless Steven, you have something to add there. I'm sorry. You know what? Good luck, guys. Hope you have a great game. I'm, ex- I'm excited for you guys. Have fun. You know, say la vie. Vibe. Uh, boom. Yeah, just vibe, dude. Vibing, bros. Hell yeah. Nice. That was your week seven preview. We are about to sign off. Let's end this podcast. I think we're nearly, nearing one hour. <laughs> so – more editing fun for me. I did not want to end this podcast without telling you guys I have something really important to discuss. Have you guys ever seen the movie Moana? Is that the one yes. with the, uh, like the snow people? That's Frozen. Oh. <laughs> Mo- oh the, uh, Moana has a little Hawaiian you're Welcome. Oh, what can I say except you're welcome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, five yeah, times. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just want to let you guys know that I watched that for the first time this weekend, and I thought it was really good. Did you cry? I did not. Mm. But my favorite Pussy. song on there is that shiny song. That's an underrated song. You know what I'm talking about? A little yeah, Krabby's like, so shiny. That one, you know? You know? No, can you, wait, yeah, keep going, keep going. Again? So shiny. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah, that one, that, that one, that one. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, geez. I just had to get that out there. I had to get it off my chest. I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, as always, listen to us on, as we call the podcast platforms that you care about. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Music. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a review. And as always, just absolutely crush that like button. Smash it. Annihilate it. Just yam it, dude. Kill it. Uh. Just click it. Okay. Just click it. You can click it, too. (laughs) That's all you got to do. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We've recently started getting those going, as Steven mentioned earlier. Um, Very interactive. Very, um, very exciting follow. So, Follow us, Instagram, Twitter, thisleague underscore pod. And if you have suggestions, comments, complaints, email us at thisleague2020 at gmail.com. That's all I got.
Peace. Go on, get. That was a fast one. We usually talk a little bit first and sign out, but we're okay. You should keep it short. Oh, we're keeping it short. Bye bye. Come on, folks. Let's give it up for the guys in this league. That's the live rendition by yours truly. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> oh, wow.